Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. Hyundai and Kia. Automobiles and automotive makers, you know and you love. Except they're recalling more vehicles. Uh, More than 91,773 vehicles in the U.S. uh, this time around over concerns that damaged components in electric oil pump controllers could overheat and catch fire. That's it, though. So don't worry about it. (laughs) Uh, The recall covers about 52,000 Hyundai cars and 40,000 Kia cars and was spurred by less than a dozen reports of cars catching fire. Not even a dozen cars caught fire. Are you kidding me? (laughs) So, once again, make sure that you park your vehicles outside, away from any structures, and uh, any any kind of heat damage that could potentially short-circuit onboard features. So, if you have the Hyundai Palisade, the Tucson, which is what I drove a whole bunch of times when I changed my name to uh, Brandon Hyundai, uh, when I was when I was Jeff Fisher, formerly Brandon Hyundai, I drove a Tucson for about a year, and I enjoyed it, but uh, not anymore. A Sonata, Elantra, and the Kona vehicles were affected, as well as the Kia Soul and Sportage models. So, all of the cars being recalled are 2023 or 2024 models it stems from the idle stop and go oil pump which is a hyundai invention meant to improve fuel economy it automatically shuts down the engine whenever a vehicle comes to a stop but remains on you know like a stoplight during a traffic jam (laughs) so that's it though uh it improves fuel economy because you can't drive it it's on fire don't forget we had the recalls right i mean oh is that my car that is that is oh don't worry about it uh good thing i parked in the middle of the road away from all structures so um these recall don't forget we had the uh, recall of five hundred and seventy thousand cars over a fire related uh faulty tow hitch harness now, they claim that no injuries were, were reported with that. Yeah, no injuries, but yeah, the vehicles were on fire, though. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about that. And then we had uh, we had the, the Kias, right, were all wound up because they were too easy to steal. Somebody on TikTok showed us how to steal them, and we have to fix that problem. That's our fault. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, they settled the lawsuit for a couple hundred million with New York. Amazing. So, uh, additionally, we had the recall for the airbag technology. I think they were all recalled for the airbags. I mean, the, the whole uh, airbag thing was a nightmare, and that's still ongoing. So, just remember, if you have the Honda Air Kia, park away from anything that could burn just in case your automobile 
decides to go up in flames. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, so I saw a headline over the weekend that kind of caught me off guard and then I realized, well, I read it wrong. Uh, the headline was, uh, Man Who Visited Every Country Without Flying Has Finally Returned Home. When I first saw it, I thought, Man Who Visited Every Country Without Dying Has Finally Returned Home. And I thought, okay, now you're now we're interested. Well, I mean, this actually could be true that uh, he traveled to all these countries. Really fascinating story about this guy. He started it in 2013. Uh, to Jean Thor Peterson left his job, girlfriend, and family behind in Denmark to embark on this journey. His goal to visit every country in the world without flying. And he did it pretty incredible. Um, on May 24th of this year, after 10 years of travel, he successfully visited 203, 203 countries, which was the final country. Maldives was the, final country and then he took a ship back to denmark he obviously could have flown back home because the deal was over but he felt like he didn't want to do that he wanted to end it on the right foot and uh so much uh there were so many countries that he had struggles with i'm sure it's going to be a great documentary uh no qu- no question but uh he's received you know all kinds of gifts from all these countries and uh one of the things that it talked about well how difficult it was to get into uh, so many countries he talked about how uh he had a difficult time getting into equator uh uh equatoria guinea uh one of the most difficult countries to access took four months of and failed attempts he finally got a visa and uh even though the land borders were closed at the time and so it's a stranger just uh gave him a ride into the country oh okay cool uh he had to acquire a chinese visa at the border with mongolia then travel to pakistan uh to get into the countries pretty pretty interesting how he had to get into so many of these countries and he talked about how covid19 the pandemic uh really put a crimp in his style welcome all right welcome to putting crimps in people's style we got it but uh it was really incredible that he spent in some of these countries he spent a lot of time in and then it talked about uh all the travels and the times and the amount of days so he 3576 days 37 container ships 158 trains 351 buses 219 taxis 33 boats and 43 rickshaws he crossed 223,000 miles or the equivalent of nine journeys around the earth if you believe the earth is round and uh that's not including the long voyage home so it's not about the numbers though it's not about the numbers uh it's about celebrating the kindness of people and sharing a positive outlook on the world i met warm friendly people all around the world many of whom offered him tea meals introductions translation support or simply provided directions i stayed in homes of many many strangers during my travels and i made it through every country in the world the ones with armed conflict the ones with virus outbreaks unharmed uh except he really wasn't unharmed 
He spent 14 days in a hotel quarantined due to an outbreak in uh, Palau, right? P-A-L-A-U. I'm pronouncing that right. There was an outbreak on the island. And then uh, going back to Hong Kong, he had to quarantine there for a couple of weeks. That's not being harmed, Jeff. Yeah, then he got really, really sick in Ghana where he got uh, cerebral malaria, uh, survived a four-day storm across the uh, Atlantic in, from Iceland to Canada. Uh, it doesn't say how long the severe bout of cerebral malaria was, though. Because uh, that doesn't sound like fun. Uh, and that doesn't sound necessarily unharmed. But, I mean, if you're still alive uh, in some of entering into some of these countries and coming out alive, I mean, that is probably, well, it's a bonus. <laughs> and here's a big surprise. Uh, I don't know how much of this was filmed or, you know, he obviously documented so much of it. But um, he is working with a Canadian filmmaker. Uh, really? And uh, to wrap up the impossible journey, which is a documentary project, and he plans to write a book about the journey. I mean, he's probably got more than one book, really. Uh, I mean, along with just the entering and leaving of countries and the travel times and all the different uh, modes of transportation and then you've got a book of the people inside of that right i mean you're looking at at least a two or three book series he hasn't consulted me but i'm just saying that's probably what's going to happen and yes you wanted to spend at least 24 hours in each country okay it's one of the time that's one of the things that it took so long it wasn't like he just i mean i made it to that country okay let's get out of here he said he wanted to, he had to spend at least 24 hours in the country just so that he was there. Uh, well, there's someone that works in this building that has made such a big deal about deliver, uh, reaching uh, every county in the U.S. or something. And that's, that's, I guess that's a personal dream. And I thought it was really cool. I thought, okay, well, that's interesting. Even if he doesn't make it, that's kind of a cool thing. And, you know, I've, um, my goal was to visit every county in the U.S. and I only visited, you know, 25 states in every county in those states or whatever but he's not documented it's just his word guess what i visited every county in the u.s too me too i drove by there's the sign and that, i mean at least take a picture of the county sign right you have to duh i mean if, if you're doing something that's silly and trust me it's silly we're visiting every county in the u.s at least document it what are we even thinking about but anyway, I, I digress. That doesn't have anything to do with old Thor and the visiting of every country on the globe or the earth. And in the story, it doesn't break down how he paid for it. So I don't know if he was visiting every country on behalf of the cartels to see how easy it was to get in and out of countries, how difficult it was to get in and out without flying and using different modes of transportation. So, because there's nothing like those rickshaw runners uh for dealing drugs in a city nobody expects them <laughs> i always wanted i always thought about uh, there was a mall i see i'm such a sad human there was a mall uh where i used to live in uh, florida and it was uh, uh it was a nice indoor mall but there were some outside stores as well at this mall and i always thought that would be a great place to i should buy like two or three rickshaws and 
drive people, have people run around and take them, deliver them dirt throughout the mall and, and the rickshaw and just start a rickshaw business. And then I thought, you're in Florida and you're going to be hauling retired old people in a rickshaw. No, I'll do something else. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Well, there wasn't a winner. So you're looking at the biggest mega millions jackpot ever. And it's the third largest jackpot in history. A couple of Powerballs were bigger. One in uh, 2022, remember the $2 billion Powerball, 2.40, billion in November of 2022. And then there was the 1.586 Powerball in January of 2016. So... This is the largest mega millions jackpot, third largest of all time. Uh, tomorrow night, if you're listening live, today is the 7th of August, 2023. So tomorrow is the 8th. That's how that works. <laughs> uh, uh, kill me. Anyway, so it is uh, $1.55 billion dollars that would be no doubt about that you're gonna need a bigger cash register 757.2 million cash payout you're definitely gonna need a bigger cash register so i was looking at some of the other winners and the powerball i mean the powerball is 145 million tonight (sighs) so i mean would i would i accept it yeah, yeah, but I, mean, I wouldn't want to. I'd be embarrassed about it, but I'd accept it. <laughs> so, man, if nobody, if no one wins this round of the Mega, now you're talking. Now we're getting into some money that could be, you know, I'd be willing to win. I mean, that's just incredible. So if it's one five five now, and no one wins this one, that won't take it over two though. It'll take it to like one eight or nine. It won't take it over two yet. So it'll still move it into the second biggest drawing. But anyway, I see. I see. We talked a little bit last week, didn't we, about how they changed the odds uh, on it. So this particular mega, you have one in a 302.6 million chance to win. And the Powerball, you still have uh, Powerball's better odds. One in 292.3 million. So good luck. Good luck, especially to me. Okay, so I finished Away on Netflix this weekend. Uh, Really enjoyed the heck out of it. Uh, Ten episodes. There is not going to be a season two. I mean, this came out in like 2020, a couple years ago. And uh, I don't know why I didn't watch it then. I had other shows during the pandemic to watch. Okay, So I didn't watch Away. It was one of their bigger shows on Netflix, too, at the time. But... uh, it was not being renewed for season two. Well, uh, there's a couple things uh, that I noticed in the show, which I really is kind of a slow-ish shows, but it's really good. Uh, Hillary Swank and uh, is, is the lead star uh, along with the the other cast of characters, and uh, they're going to Mars. The deal is the show is they're traveling to Mars. It's NASA and a joint mission between china uh the uk france and, and they're going to mars and so uh there's a whole lot of praying throughout the show which 
I mean, okay. That, that couldn't be a reason why it wouldn't be renewed. They claim they spent $6 million an episode on it. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. So, um, now, and they also, at the end, it's been out for, okay, it's 2023. I could spoil it for you, right? It's been out. If, if you haven't seen it, it's not going to, it's a deal, okay? But in the, in the end, the, the deal is, all right, so the deal is, I'm just going to spoil it for you. All right, if you if you want to watch away and not have it be spoiled, uh, then, you know, don't listen to this, all right? But the other episodes are worth getting to this. And so the deal is, is that they're going to Mars and China has made a deal. I don't know how much money they put in or what the deal is they made, but their deal is, is that when they get to Mars, the Chinese lady who is the astronaut will be the first one to set foot on Mars and her picture, her selfie is going to be the first picture returned back to earth. The Chinese space person. Okay. I'm not completely spoiling it for you because I won't tell you exactly how it ends. But I will say this. That doesn't exactly happen. <laughs> so I don't know if that had anything to do with uh, with them uh, not re-upping for season two. You know, pissing China off in the, in the episode. I don't know. I don't know. There was only a couple things that I, uh, you know, a couple things that kind of irked me on this show. There's one scene... I hate continuity things. You know, like there's one scene where they spacewalk and uh, Hillary goes out and she latches up her her space latch rope to stay attached to the spaceship. Whatever they, I don't believe that's the technical term, her space latch rope. And then the guy that's going to spacewalk with her comes out. And in one scene, when he first comes out, he latches it across from Hillary's latch. And I remember, and I'm watching it going, no, he wouldn't latch it. He'd have to, he'd want to latch it on his side, right? Hers would be on the outside. And hers, as, then when they switch to the next shot of them floating from the spaceship, they are that way. They're, they're hooked up correct. This pisses me off. I get it right. I guess get it right. He spent $6 million on the episode. Latch the space latch rope right. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> but i really enjoyed it if you have a chance to watch really it's really good and so many of the episodes were so emotional <sighs> pretty emotional because of the, the shows and this is where they spent their money on the flashbacks the flashbacks and then they go back to earth for the uh you know the shots of what's happening on earth the shots of what's happening on the spaceship and then all everybody's having everybody's all the all the astronauts are having flashbacks. All the people on Earth are having flashbacks. Incredible! It was a, a fortune. Yeah, six million an episode, but uh, well worth the watch. Uh, no question about that. And I am kind of bummed. Season two would be fun, and if you think season one would be expensive, because what they what would they do for season two? They because they landed on Mars. Oh, they did make it. And uh, so they, the season two would be probably be them back on Earth, and the show would be flashbacks of them on Mars getting back to Earth, right? So you'd have their life on Earth and what it was like on Mars getting back to Earth. So, I mean, there you go. I wrote it for you, okay? You didn't need AI. I'm not on strike. It's all yours, okay? You're welcome. Oh, and then I did watch the uh, Jake Paul uh, Nate Diaz fight on pay per view uh, Saturday night. Awesome! That whole card was awesome. My 
my son uh, Maximus, who is uh, you know co-host of Talking Walking Dead with myself and Jason Buttrell throughout the throughout the seasons. Uh, his I don't know, even his work buddies paid the bill for the pay-per-view. So I mean, watch it at my house, and I watch it absolutely. Now uh, that's happening. So uh, the Jake Paul Nate Diaz fight is fun to watch. Jake Paul won. Uh, you know, in the back of your mind, you kind of want Nate Diaz to win, uh, but you know it wasn't going to happen. Uh, the the a couple of the undercards, uh, Amanda Serrano and Heather Hardy fight was awesome. Uh, it was a good fight, man. The, and the crowd was on their feet and they lasted the entire fight. And Heather Hardy won this crowd over in Dallas, Texas at the American Airlines Center. They did, man. She won the crowd over because Serrano was supposed to just knock her out, be done with it. I mean, Heather Hardy's like 41 now and she's this is her comeback and she's trying to make some money and you know have a little extra cash in the back pocket and Serrano gave her her shot at this pay-per-view and Serrano was I think knocked out I don't know a couple eight I don't know eight ten thousand fighters before Heather Hardy okay maybe only a dozen and uh so it was supposed to happen and Hardy would not go down Serrano crushed her I mean there was no doubt that Serrano was going to win the fight but Hardy kept coming back for more man and at the end the crowd was I mean we we if I if I was at there if I was at the uh, American Airlines Center I would have been on my feet but since I was at my own house I was you know I was mentally on my feet but I was really in my chair and I was excited for it. it was awesome it was awesome it was a good great fight and then the Shadisa Green Olivia Curry fight another one Olivia Curry would not go down Green wanted to knock her out so bad she was so pissed that she could knock her down and knock her out but no Olivia Curry would not go down so I mean it was the last three fights were well worth uh, well worth to watch and uh, it was fun it was fun and speaking of fights uh, I don't know I still think it's not going to happen I, I talked about this this morning on Pat Gray Unleashed. I've been uh, doing the show with Pat all week. Well, all week, it's Monday, Jeff. I know, but I just did it last week. And I want to be doing it again all this week. And I mentioned in the Fat Five that I do daily, uh, the Chewing the Fat Five uh, daily on Pat Gray Unleashed, that, uh, you know, that I think maybe it's going to happen, the fight between uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. But I, you know, that I'm, the more I'm reading about it now, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, you know, they're, they're, Elon wants to live stream it on X. Uh, all proceeds will go to charity. But Musk is saying, uh, you know, shouldn't we use a more reliable platform that can actually raise money for charity? Okay. So your more reliable platform is what? Threads. Nobody cares about threads. Okay. And so then they're going to end up. So if it ends up happening, they'll stream it probably on both platforms. And both will say they got the most views. It'll be agonizing. So we'll see. And they don't know the referee. So I just don't think it's going to happen. I just think it's going to happen. But, you know, who knows? I was looking at the, in this corner, wearing the red pants. <laughs> yeah. With the communist logo on it. Mark Zuckerberg. 5'7". Uh, Report, ooh, Mark, dude, <laughs> dude, we can't. Uh, you need to back that off a little bit, all right? Uh, it's 5'7", 155 pounds. He's 39 years old, though. Uh, and he's, uh, I mean, he's, he's been working out a lot lately. He's been doing his little jujitsus, and uh, he's pretty, you know, he's pretty jocked for a nerd, for a, you know, a tech nerd. So we'll see. And Musk is 6'2", 187 pounds. 
uh 51 years old and he's uh you know south african whitey so i mean he was woof, he takes the shirt off he's like woof, bro good little son and uh so uh he's uh but he's used to take uh judo and karate and taekwondo as a kid and then i guess he's recently trained in brazilian jiu-jitsu but who hasn't i mean who among us has not trained a little bit in the old brazilian jiu-jitsu that's what i thought mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who died today? Who died today? Well, Mark Margolis is dead. You remember him. Uh, He played uh, the Hector Salamanca from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Uh, Just awesome. Uh, He is dead now at 83. Very sad. You remember, you remember, uh, you know, in Better Call Saul where after he had a stroke and he couldn't talk and all he had was that stupid bell he could ring and people would talk to him. He just wanted to ram that bell right down his stroke throat. Anyway, Hector Salamanca, <laughs> Mark Margolis, dead at the age of 83. Then we have uh, actor Clifton Oliver. Best, now you know Clifton, don't look at me like that. He, you remember him for playing Simba. And the Lion King on Broadway. He's dead at the age of 47. I love this article. Uh, the circumstances around Oliver's death aren't clear. Really? I mean, he spent the last few weeks of his life in the hospital and in hospice care. So, you know, guessing that he, you know, you don't end up in hospice care unless you're really sick with some kind of plague anyway uh clifton oliver dead at the age of 47 then we have jaws two star mark gilpin dead at the age of 56 after his battle with cancer very sad mark gilpin uh for his portrayal as sean brody and jaws two is dead at the age of 56 then we had another one. To who died today? Sharon Farrell, the actress from The Young and the Restless. Now, you may know her from the film uh, It's Alive, but really, you know her from The Young and the Restless, is dead at the age of 82. Now, her sister posted that uh, my sister Sharon has passed away uh, at the L.A. Downtown Medical Center. And she posted this, and then in the post it says, I do not know the cause of death. Oh, uh, you guys were close then. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Sharon Farrell, dead at the age of 82. Oh, that wasn't Cheryl. What am I talking about? That was Hector Sullivan. 
Then we have Chuck Gilbert Shelton, dead at the age of 38. So Chuck drowned. Now, this is South Carolina. Uh, He ran from his house and jumped into a nearby lake. So the police, sheriff's department, were searching the neighborhood looking for someone. Not Chuck. As they were searching the neighborhood and were approaching his house, Chuck runs out of his house and runs down into the lake and jumps into the lake. Uh, And then he began to drown. And they had to send divers in to retrieve him later on. We don't know why. We don't know what he was what he was worried about. We don't know what happened, but and the police still couldn't find the person they were looking for. So anyway, just saying that uh, <laughs> uh, Chuck Gilbert Shelton dead at the age of thirty eight, and then we have one more death in who died today. Um, if you uh, work for Zoom. Uh, you thought you could work remotely forever? No. Can't do that. Okay. Sure, Zoom made a name for itself during the pandemic when people were working from home uh, every day and uh, were remote working. But uh, Zoom has said, yeah, um, now I know if you work for us and you're within a 50-mile radius of one of our offices, yeah, you got to come in. At least two days a week. <laughs> <laughs> and they're pissed the workers are pissed are you kidding me they have to come in at least two days a week and they're still mad about that so their their profitability has gone uh, down quite a bit since the pandemic uh really amazing so i mean they have lost more than a hundred billion dollars in market value since its peak well yeah no kidding but they should really I mean, they really should start promoting uh, using Zoom, and then maybe they do. I just don't see it. But they really should start promoting using Zoom as uh, the, uh, you know, for the workers. For the days you don't have to go into the office, Zoom, and just promote it that way and be done with it. And also, uh, this is just a, and they haven't consulted me, which is a little disappointing. But uh, I just say, you know, during the heat of the pandemic, I believe I paid for the extra. You know what I mean? So you could, I could conference in, I don't know, I think up to a 50 people, and I could uh, have a conference uh, video call for however long I wanted, unlimited. I've, and I, I forget how much it cost, but I did that so that I, I there wasn't anything. I could do whatever we ne- that needed to be done, show-wise, not show-wise, whatever, business-wise, whatever. And so that's gone. I mean, I'm not definitely not paying for that now. So I think I get... I think I get, I think just the free Zoom is like 30 minutes at a time. I think, I don't remember what it is now exactly, but I mean, that's what I'm at. So maybe Zoom needs to, you know, drop it down to maybe like 15 minutes free. 10 minutes free. You want more than 10 minutes. After 10 minutes, well, I just wanted to say, so... And then, darn it, what's going on? Are you there? Are you there? Yeah, my 10 minutes are up. And you don't get to reboot for at least an hour, right? So then you get people to spend a little bit of cash with you. And you have some different layers of subscriptions. I'm just here to help, 
Okay, that's all I'm doing. I'm just here to help. You you do you. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So I'm glad to see that uh, another royal prognosticator of the, or I should say, a prognosticator of the royals, is uh, been listening to chewing the fat. Thank you, I appreciate it. You don't have to give me credit, but the world knows. The world knows that this show was the first show, and I've been calling for it for a while. That they will get a divorce. It's going to happen. So I see this uh, Lady Victoria, well, who briefly dated Andrew back in the 90s. I'm not really sure that should be a claim to fame, but it is. Uh, she said that uh, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex have been launching scathing attacks. And it is the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, too, by the way. Uh, scathing attacks on the royal family. Uh sparking backlash from the fans and relatives and she said uh i the bond uh, could collapse at some point uh you think yeah it's going to uh i'm actually kind of surprised it lasted this long well you know why it lasted this long the second kid hello i've already told you that why don't you just say that lady victoria you know i was listening to chewing the fat with jeff fisher and he talked about how they were going to have a divorce and harry was going to take the kids back to london and megan was just going to stay in hollywood and even though we would get the we would get the shot of harry and the kids that's the money shot man harry and the kids going into windsor without megan and megan left at the stoop in montecito i can't wait see that i don't want the marriage to break up i don't want people in love to break up no but i kind of want this to happen i don't want it. and nobody's they're all screwed up now they're good friends uh the beckhams don't even talk to them anymore right the beckhams david and victoria beckham they were at the wedding and they don't even talk to them anymore they're pissed because they don't know how to, who to trust all they do is run their mouth and whine they, don't even, they can't even trust them it's over I'm telling you, that is going to happen soon enough. Harry's already, he's out feeding the chickens with the kids out back when Megan's inside and he's thinking to himself, what am I doing? I can't believe I'm still here. I'm stuck here. Nobody, I'm not the prince anymore. I'm not not living like a prince. I'm freaking feeding the chickens with my son. I'm picking up eggs and chicken crap. And she's inside doing her nails. I have got to get back to Windsor, man. I gotta get back. I gotta call dad, call my bro. They can hook me back up. We'll take a few. They already got some rooms closed up since grandma died, so we'll just take those back, fix them up. Maybe they'll give me the cottage back too. I gotta get out of here. It's gonna happen, I'm telling you. It's gonna happen. So uh, be sure to follow me on Twitter, at JeffyJFR. 
Uh, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can always uh, follow the show on YouTube, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And you can order a cameo from me uh, at JeffyJFR on Cameo. Happy, glad, sad, mean, whatever you want on Cameo. Just order it. It's not free. They charge. Cameo's my pimp. They get their cut. Then I get a little bit of that. It's what, you know, pays a couple of the small bills that I have, like my blue check mark on Twitter. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. So uh, I see where uh, we all have to be careful now. Oh, and you can always email the show, uh, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. So I see where we all have to be careful now. Holy cow. On what social media posts we like and don't like. I mean, I saw where Noah Gregson of NASCAR, I mean, he is indefinitely suspended for liking an Instagram post. It wasn't about liking the Instagram post, Jeff. It was about what the post was. Oh, okay. All right, fine. So what was the post? Well, it was a video of George Floyd's face pasted on the body of a crab and the caption i'm not i'm not laughing don't you dare think i'm laughing about that uh, the caption read under the knee under the knee that's <laughs> so incredibly stupid i don't know that i would have liked that because i was i was racking my brains whether i actually saw it or not I can't remember if I saw it or not. So I and I, I'm, I'm scared to go back and look at my likes because it's possible, but I doubt it. And uh, by the way, uh, if I like something on Twitter, or Instagram, or Facebook, or even Threads, although since I got a new phone, I'm logged out of Threads and I haven't logged back in. Same with a Getter and uh, a couple other things. I was like, I have enough. I got enough. I got X. Uh, I got X and Instagram. It's really all I care about now these days, but I have Facebook as well, Jeff Fisher Radio. But anyway, uh, if I like something on any of those social media accounts, I'll back it up. You're not going to cancel me. Okay, it's not going to happen. Oh, my God, I can't believe you like that. I know, I wanted to talk about it on the show. Oh, my God, I can't believe you like that. I know, I kind of laughed at it and thought it deserved a like, so I gave it a like, and I moved on with my life. I mean, so this guy, this NASCAR driver, who knows sometime between may 27th and august 4th he's doom scroll at instagram who knows if he's driving to another race he's half asleep in the in the camper out back on the in the middle of the racetrack who knows and he sees this post clicks a like and a reporter sees because the social media accounts update who likes the who likes different posts sees that he liked this account and reaches out. Did he actually like this? I can't believe it. We didn't find out Legacy Motors. We didn't talk to NASCAR. Did he actually like this? And so then, you know, the firestorm started. So Legacy Motor Company, his, or I'm sorry, Legacy Motor Club confirmed, uh, yes, uh, we've made the decision uh, (laughs) uh, to suspend Noah Gregson effective immediately. Uh, His actions do not represent the values of our team. So, I mean, somebody else is going to be driving for him this weekend, this past weekend, uh, up in Michigan. Then he bent the knee. He bends the knee, saying, yeah, uh, it's a lack of attention on social media. 
I understand the severity of this situation, and you know, I messed up plain and simple. Never bend the knee. They don't, it doesn't matter. They don't care that you bent the knee. In fact, most of the time, it makes it worse. Because after that, then NASCAR says, oh my gosh, yes, uh, we fully support Legacy Motors Club decision to suspend Noah. In fact, his actions on social media, uh, we've determined that uh, he violated the member conduct section of the 2023 NASCAR rulebook, and we've placed him under indefinite suspension. Never bend the knee. It doesn't matter. He could tell him, go pound sand. Or whatever other body part, and they're still gonna, they're still gonna suspend them. It just—it's incredible. So be careful what you like. And then at the same time, you had Jamie Fox apologizing for a post on Instagram that oh, it was anti-Semitic. Was it though? Was it okay? So he deleted it. He deleted the post, and then he posted another post that said uh, the original post was uh, they killed this dude named Jesus what do you think they'll do to you hashtag fake friends hashtag fake love but uh, then he deleted the post after other you that's hateful belief that jewish people uh, all together as one crucified and killed jesus christ we know that's not true Uh, okay so he deletes it and he says uh hey i apologize to the jewish community everyone anyone who was offended by my post uh i know now my choice of words caused offense i'm sorry was never intent i was betrayed by a fake friend and that's what i meant with they not anything more okay so he bent the knee to the crowd and said i'm sorry i didn't mean it whatever it's fine and is that good enough no because guess what before the post got deleted jennifer aniston that bitch liked it she liked it and so now she had to go out and apologize for the like of the Instagram post. We are doomed as a society. Doomed. And I should say if something happens, but really, I mean, it's possible that we're just doomed. <laughs> That's uh, just doomed. Now, some could make the case that uh, maybe this isn't the real Jamie Foxx, since we were talking about Foxx being cloned since his last, well, his last show, uh, they cloned Tyrone, uh, on Netflix. But um, since it's not, we've been making the case that that's not the real Jamie Foxx, maybe the not the real Jamie Foxx is the one who posted this post, and now this is how they cancel him. So why that's why he's not working. He's not, he's not working because of this it's not because he's a clone (laughs) my gosh what are you stupid stream and subscribe to more blaze media content at the blaze.com slash podcasts